tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. Hey, this I got you. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. And we'll all float on, all right, already. We'll all float on, all right. Don't worry, even if things end up a bit too heavy, we'll all float on. Yesterday, I was like, 
my birthday. Well, I mean, you, you, you've, you've experienced my birthdays before. They I got, have experienced got a, your birthdays. Got a bit, it got a bit out of hand. Did it? <laughs> it ended with me around John Tyam's house at like six in the morning, drinking whiskey and playing worms with him and his brother. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Um, which meant I spent literally, I spent the whole of yesterday lying in bed watching an old anime DVD I'd found. Because <laughs> I just couldn't move. What was anything. it? What were you watching? I literally rewatched my um, old Love Hina DVD. <laughs> which fucking Love Hina. It must be about 10 years old. You motherfucker. <laughs> hey, that's good. I started off watching Love Hina and then I moved on to, uh, I moved on to Azamanga Dio after that. And then I watched that's literally them. in the DVD case that is right next to it. <laughs> nice. And then I moved my, my on to teen, some. There's like a. There's basically this DVD case which is just my teenage anime collection. Yeah. Some Trigun. I've got Trigun me- like, in there. I don't think I've got Trigun. I've got a blank DVD there. I wonder what that is. Um, full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I've got Full Metal Alchemist. Um, all Full Metal Panic. Kira. Oh um, mate, it's the first. Welcome half- to 2002. The first 26 episodes of Bleach. Yeah. Canon. Um, the first series of Harahi. Oh, actually, the, the 26 to 50 of Bleach. So I've got the first 50 episodes of Bleach there. Cool. Um, yeah, all the Full Metal Panics. What else have I got here? Another blank DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what you keep your porn on, I'm assuming. Uh, I, I don't know. Possibly. I'd probably I'm better kind of, not to find out. It's probably best not to look at this point. Um the Love Hina OVA in Helsing on one nice. edition there. Nice. Party Birdman. Um, I might watch that later, actually. And a uh, ripped copy of the first disc of Family Guy Season 2. <laughs> it's fucking... Nice. It's like literally everybody we know at university's teenage, teenage DVD collection. Isn't Pretty it? much. <laughs> oh, I wanted to show you this. Um I, sorry, can I tell you the, the the dark secret of the Love Hina disc as well? Well, I found what it. Is it. My teenage self, when they wrote on the DVD, literally wrote wrote on it in Japanese as well. Oh, That's right. I was like, the moment I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck, teenage Geraint? Teenage Geraint, go outside. Get late, teenage Geraint. What the fuck are you doing?" Recently, me, I was like, man, I've spent a lot of time recently speaking to girls. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, like this is a this is quite a momentous occasion for me. (laughs) I've just realised that that like I haven't even thought about it, and I've spent a lot of time talking to girls, and some of them even flirted with me a bit. Yeah, and I didn't get all like weird and sweaty. And then go like watch Dragon Ball Z. I seriously think like if if I could invent a time machine, I I would go back in time. And like, I don't mean I just even give myself any advice. I just go to like fifteen year old Gary and slap him in the face. You just go no, yeah, no. This is this is not how we do things. <laughs> On the subject of mistakes I made when I was a teenager, I would just show you this model that Games Workshop are bringing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that I'm not a nerd anymore, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, like it's not like I'm yes, going to. I'm a... hoping to work for them or anything. Yeah, like this model. Um, so it comes into like there's two variants of it. There's like a normal fighter jet version of it, and then there's like a special venerable fighter jet version of it. And like right. it's well, called a already dark sounds cannon. amazing. So. Okay, the venerable one looks like somebody super glued half of a church to a fighter jet. 
it looks i'm not sure how i feel about that it that sounds very warhammer yeah, yeah exactly but but like it's it's like typifies simultaneously why i hate and love warhammer 40000 3 months ago <laughs> yeah check out that it, shit it's literally an Apache, it's like a model Apache with church windows on the side. Like, it's, it's awesome. not actual windows, but also church windows. Yeah. Uh, if you look, like, the fourth picture along is the variant of it without the church stuff on it. All right. Without, like, the... Okay, you see, that actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, but if you look at the venerable variant of it, you'll notice that it has marble attached to the wings. Is that, is that what that's supposed that's to be? That's marble. It's got marble on the wings. Marble wings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got a gun on it. It's got a gun on it that fires black holes because Warhammer 40,000. That's a, that sounds reasonable. I think I, I think I kind of like it as well. Also, actually before we do the show, I do want to say uh Sleeping Dogs. It's awesome. Yeah. That's paid. That's one of the reasons I've slightly lost track of time. Yeah, I missed out on it um, on sale. <laughs> on sale, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was very worth the seven pound fifty I paid. I was going to say, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, like some of the. I mean, I think because it's in been development for ages, like some of the graphics are a bit odd. It's like not yeah. great. Like there's a lot of pre-rendered stuff going on. Yeah, but like the story's awesome. Um, and it's just, I think that's the main thing. It's just a really, it's like playing like a Hong Kong crime thriller, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. exactly what you want from that yeah, game. Exactly. There is some weird stuff though. Like there's like you kind of like meet, like I met, um, well, I mean, you've seen the two best friends of you. I met yeah. Emma Stone and yeah. like went a couple of dates for her. And then like that's just, that story just ended. And I'm yeah. like, well, is that it? <laughs> there's like two missions where you could have just hung around with Emma Stone. I mean, it's that's, like, oh, she coming back or not? That's weird. Emma? Emma? Yeah. And I called. Was like, I left all those messages, but but you won't, re- you, won't, you won't reply to me. Well, you see, what happened there was like, uh, there was another mission in a nightclub and you meet a woman there. And I was like, well, you're not as interesting as Emma Stone, but I mean, all right. I'll you're not Emma Stone, but I guess. Keep carrying along with this. Um, and then in another mission, I met kind of the owner of like a music shop. And it yeah. was like, oh, hang out with her and like do some parkour or something. I guess do some parkour now. Um, and then, um, and, and then, like the next thing was the woman from nightclub was like, I can't believe you're cheating on me. I was like, what? No, I just, I just met her and did parkour. And, I've, and then, like suddenly, I realised that the whole way through, like you kind of meet them, you do the date bit, and then kind of like it sort of pans up to an advert or something like this. And I was like, oh. Oh, wait, those are all double entendres about the fact that I was having sex with oh, them. Oh, I've been having <laughs> sex with all these women. Oh, yeah. well, well, I do apologise. This all appears to be my fault. <laughs> that was basically it. I was like, oh, I, I'll lie for. Was that I'd taken some photos of Emma Stone, sung karaoke with this other woman and done some parkour. But actually, I was having sex with them, but I just wasn't as understanding the elaborate metaphors. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so that's like one part of the game I'm not entirely convinced by. Well, the the the, the like, well, obviously yeah. they didn't want to they didn't want to go the opposite direction, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the... that's the thing. Like, they didn't want to kind of like go for Mass Effect style Mass Effect uh, sex scenes, Vaseline kind of uh, lensed sex scenes. Mm. Yeah, 
yeah, but like... on the other hand, for a game where you could have like you throw you can throw a guy into an industrial oven and set him on fire, <laughs> it seems like a little bit prudish somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> set this guy on fire in this in this like crazy industrial oven, but then but then we won't show you having sex with Emma Stone, which yeah. is what you came here for. <laughs> yeah, let's face it. Like the let's only reason it. you're putting up with Emma Stone here. I am here. I am here to set fire to men in industrial ovens and have sex with Emma Stone. And I've ran out of industrial ovens. <laughs> but you see, the problem is I've run out of Emma Stone. Oh, well, so now all I can do is horrific ultraviolence. <laughs> it's a it's a modern parable about about actually being a gangster. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to start the show? Let's do a show. Let's do that oh. thing. Yeah, so this is woman sees FedEx for shipping pot to her house, then telling drug smugglers where she lives. Um, This is a woman in Massachusetts who had ordered a birthday present for her 11-year-old daughter. Um, She sort of opened this box that had been delivered to her from FedEx and found inside several vacuum-packed bags stuffed with seven pounds of marijuana. Wow, how's that for a present? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, kid. Here's all of the drugs. <laughs> Enjoy that. Enjoy that. I'll see you again when you're 18. Yeah, it was hidden amongst assorted candles, candy, ribbons, markers and crafts. So obviously bought like a big set of kind of arts and crafts stuff. And yeah, and th- instead of potpourri, there was actually weed. Just pop. Um, so she called the police. Um, they kind of looked at it said yeah no this is drugs we'll kind of take this away for evidence um and they phoned the police then phoned fedex to inform that they'd found this box found out some details and to alert them that someone for some reason was selling drugs uh, sending drugs to this house so it's a it's a it's a smuggling thing it's like she's accidentally yeah. got the the drug smuggling yeah. package of arts and crafts yeah, exactly two boxes have got modeled up she's got the one with the drugs in oh what um, a mix up what happened then was that FedEx called the intended recipient and informed them that the box had been delivered to the wrong address. Oh, you're fucking kidding. And then told them the address that it had been delivered to so they could go around and pick it up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, uh, the woman uh, then, kind of around, later that evening, a black sports car pulled up and two men came out, knocked on her door and proceeded to inquire about the package. She slammed and bolted her front door and called the police. Nice, um, good. By the time they'd arrived, the uh, two people had scarpered. Yeah. Um, the, luckily, the police were able to apprehend the smugglers a few days later, um, but to- the, the woman she was called, uh, Miss Tobin, said she remains fearful about her family's so- safety, saying her daughters are now too scared to be left alone on, in, at the home for any appreciable period of time because they're terrified that drug smugglers are going come to come for their arts and crafts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, they... She is now suing FedEx in probably one of the most righteous legal actions ever. How is that? Like, how do you do that? How the fuck? Yeah. How the fuck did someone at FedEx get that call? It's like, oh, Christ. So there were drugs in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, note that down. And they're like, note that down. It's like, hmm, better call the people who have drugs were meant Yeah, for. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, tell them to take the big cleaver as well. Yeah. That's my favourite. 
Yeah, and like they didn't, so they didn't tell the police. Oh well, you know we've got all of their details. Obviously, <laughs> that's uh, that's the other thing. Like, how badly can you fail at, at, at both being like law-abiding citizens and your basic job? No, exactly. It's like kind of like oh, we accidentally delivered something to the wrong house. Better make sure everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, we must we must destroy the house and salt the earth so that nobody notices that that's what it is. Felix is like, we've got to get somebody else to deal with this for us. We yeah. can't let anybody else know that FedEx has mixed up packages. Yeah. If they find out that FedEx has ever mixed up a package, this could ruin us forever. Let's make sure some drug dealers find out and then everyone dies. <laughs> That's the only way we can save our reputation. I like to imagine that 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 they have like a just a team of hoodlums who are sent out by FedEx to fix situations. But, you know, uh, yeah. parcel like, force, parcel force. Here, here's what's up. So they they um, they get Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino to be like their guy, and he yeah, goes I'm... out to fight them on the lawn. Yeah, I was clearly going to say like they're, they're like FedEx. You think they have like uh, what was his name, Mister Wolf, the cleaner from Pulp Fiction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just goes round and solves these situations. <laughs> Look, I'll sort it. I've yeah. got, I've got one rule, and that is no. That's a that's a new Jason Statham movie <laughs> called Parker. Have you seen the trailer for that? seen the trailer for that but it's not surprising that you get them mixed up because let's face it they're all the same <laughs> jason statham um is in another movie featuring jason statham as jason statham <laughs> it's the role he was born to play <laughs> yeah and he's he plays a, a professional any dirty job i'm assuming hitman maybe smuggler as well yeah. who um who has rom one rule and that's you do everything you say that you're gonna do and when somebody fucks him, he's like, that's it. I'm my, going after them. I'm going to find them. I, I'm Jason Statham, and I've got one rule. <laughs> yeah, you let, do what you say you're going to do. <laughs> I'd like to see him just apply that to um, to, to just real life, like yeah. he's at the shops. And like, oh, yeah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a five-pound a, a, a five off coupon with that because we spent over £30. Oh, no, sorry. No, my mistake. Sorry. It comes to twenty nine ninety five, so we can't give you that coupon. My name is Jason Statham, and I have one rule. <laughs> As he like pulls out a silenced pistol, <laughs> he's like, "You do everything that you say you're gonna do," and then he just leaves with his shopping, leaving the store cloak like ble- bleeding all over the de- all over the checkout. Hey man, come over, come, come over here. You get free drinks if you come in before ten o'clock. Oh, oh no, sorry, it's nine fifty-five. We close the bar then. My name is Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Just literally every little tiny imagined every, every fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm running a little bit late. I should be there by nine thirty. Yeah. It's thirty-five minutes past past nine. <laughs> oh my mistake sorry i'll try and get there as soon as i can my name is jason statham <laughs> and i have one rule all right okay enough it's, why, why is no one taking the dog out <laughs> daddy i'm sorry i was doing my homework it's like when we got this dog you said you'd walk him every day and i have one rule he says pulling out his silence pistol <laughs> which he keeps with him all the time <laughs> well, obviously he's jason statham <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> the I'm Jason Statham, the unnecessarily litigious bastard. <laughs> it's coming to cinemas near you. It's called Parker, though. Okay. <laughs> it's not called that. I don't think either of us have ever done the show naked, and I would like to keep that up. <laughs> yeah, that, because that I think that would ruin our vibe. Like, I think that, like, that would ruin the symphony side. I feel like, yeah, because you'd be like, I'm Geraint Thomas, and I'd be like, and I'm Simon Payne. Oh, no, no one needs that. The Naked Podcast. <laughs> the Naked Podcast. I've gone all Marks and Spencers. This is not just a podcast. This is a naked <laughs> oh jesus christ sweaty podcast oh no at least make it a dry naked podcast. Oh, it's so hot it's oh so no sweaty. <laughs> so there we go that's all of our that's we've lost some listeners there yeah, but we may have gained I, I, some I, female ones no no i think we've just lost all of the listeners that time and i think that's what <laughs> happened there <laughs> yeah it, it, what i'm saying is it would ruin the vibe so so we don't we don't podcast naked i'm sorry ladies um, and gentlemen sorry yeah <laughs> sorry to let you down yeah. <laughs> you know tgi fridays yes yeah yeah i'm a big fan actually you really yeah uh, i um i've I, when I used to work for Games Workshop, I did a lot of store replacement staff stuff. So they'd, they'd give me an expenses account and send me out to tiny places in the Midlands to yeah. run their stores while managers were on holiday. And I, I ate in a lot of TGI Fridays. In fact, I've drank every single cocktail they have on their ma- menu. I mean, to be fair, no, I will give that to them. Um, the cocktails thing is pretty good. Like, I don't know. I'm not like... It's it, it's a like I went the last time I went to a TGI Fridays was while I was still being a vegetarian. Oh, that's uh, not a good position to be in. It was the fucking worst. Like yeah. they've got like they've got a veggie burger and that's literally it. As far as like I like we got a salad and the salad had bacon in it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's um it's not a good it's not a great place for vegetarians. I no. think it's because it's like slightly soured it for me. Yeah, like um. I don't know. It's all right. I could have, as far as like, I mean, I know they're kind of basically the same, but as far as like chain restaurants go, I'd rather go to Frankie and Benny's. Yeah. Frankie and Benny's are, are they're, they're, I feel like they're a bit more greasy, but that's, that's like comparing grease yeah. to grease and saying it's, one is greasier is. than the grease. It is basically, I mean, they're basically the same place, but I don't know. Just like something about TGI Fridays just throws me off. Anyway, like because of my job, like I've, there's this like there's a TGI Fridays in Manchester and I walk past it like every like every day. I walk past about ten times every day. Um so you know, I notice like the adverts they've got up. Um at the moment they've got this new thing, and I guess it's like they're going for sort of like a sort of tapassy thing. Because apparently that's weird. Well, yeah, apparently you can now order like like small plates of like everything to share amongst a group of you. Okay. Which is kind of, I mean, I, I kind of like the idea. I, I cool like, concept. I'm, I'm, I'm into tapas and I like the idea of just getting like a small amount of everything and just like sharing amongst a group of friends. I think that's a, yeah. so like, and that's not what I've got a problem with. What I've got a problem with is that like, it says, you know, kind of like it, it's got this advert, like kind of plate, small plates for sharing. And then it's TGI Fridays. And then it's got hashtag YOLO. No. Yeah. TGI Fridays is trying to 
co-opt YOLO. You as can't do that. You can't do that. You it's cannot like, do that. Like y- YOLO, Y-O-L-O, um, that's way bigger than TGI Fridays. Yeah, it's like TGI Fridays is big, but YOLO is bigger. Like if you were TGI Fridays, what hashtag would you go for? Person. Hashtag TGI Fridays. Yeah, hashtag TGIF. Yes. You know, it, it's fucking obvious. Yeah. But for some reason, they've decided their hashtag should be YOLO. <laughs> That's not going to work. That I don't understand because <laughs> TGIF, like TGI Fridays, the name of TGI Fridays is based on a pop culture phrase anyway. <laughs> have another one like you've already taken one pop culture phrase you can't have two you can't do that you're not allowed also like i mean we've we've taken the piss out of yolo before and like i think one of the things is obviously they're taking it because it's now kind of old and no one uses it anymore do they yeah like yeah exactly it was the last time you heard anyone say yolo it was like six months ago or something ridiculous but like you only live once, so eat some small plates of food at TGI Fridays. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag swag. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't just like are they gonna start changing their name now? Welcome to Y Y O L O Fridays. <laughs> Y-O-L O Fridays. <laughs> I mean You only to... live once Fridays. No what what? Who? <laughs> To be fair, like opening up TGIF in the first place, like naming it that was already a kind of a ballsy move. Like, yeah. let's be honest, like that is a ballsy move. Just like, yeah, no, we're totally just claiming this. We're claiming thing. this. It's in the public domain, so we're going to have it. We're going to take this now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Do you have but, a flag? Yeah. Oh, you don't. Sorry. Yeah. It's ours now. It's ours. We've got this um so yeah i just want to like mention that because like every time i've seen this i'm like what the fuck like if you go on twitter and search hashtag yolo i i'm like nothing on there is going to be at tgi fridays is it no it's gonna be like welcome to tgi fridays it is what it is no you can't do that you're not allowed (laughs) no you can't just pick anything (laughs) you can just pick anything like you oh, get we can't... what you give. Oh, <laughs> shut up, TGI Fridays. Go hang out with chilies. <laughs> oh, but chilies smell like failure. Shut up. Go. go. Go to the airport with the chilies. Um, Britain really lacks. We only have like a couple of those type of thing, don't we? Because like America's like full, packed full. You can't literally can't move in America without tripping over like a chain family restaurant. They're they're good shit though, man. Yeah, really, I have a real weakness for for family chain restaurants in America. It's you know I I I gained one and a half stone on a um, on a two week holiday to Florida. Seriously, because I just like I don't give a shit. It gets really bad, like because I just want it. I'm like I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna eat whatever I want, and I got really spotty. And my mum and dad were like, "You should probably not be eating that." I'm like, "What's wrong? It's it's bacon and egg wrapped in cheese in cheese on bacon and egg. It's Wendy's. It's what it's for. What's your problem?" <laughs> and then a week later, you're like, oh, "Don't look at me." 
oh shit, I've got diabetes and a heart attack and a stroke at once. Hey, thanks I've to got America. Di- diabetes, a heart, a stroke. It's, Di- the, it's the hashtag, hashtag diabetes, heart, a stroke. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> It's a new hashtag for you. How's that one? Yeah, man, I love it. I love terrible American food. It just tastes so good. Like, I think I'm also to... the fact that like I've not come up with it. Like I haven't grown up with a, with baconators yeah. just hanging around like in in my general peripheral. So I think that is a big thing. You like go to you go to the states or something like that, and you are just like, yeah, fuck, I cannot get. I can like in a in a in a restaurant in Britain, I cannot go somewhere and get like a starter, which is already a full meal. Like, I mean, that's one of my. Fa- I always remember when I went to Kentucky, and like there was this restaurant we went to, and it was like you know. I got, you know, because it was cheap. I got, I think I got like a, you know, a steak, you know, I got a steak and fries and all the rest of it. And they're like, oh, and the starter. And I was like, um, you know, it's always like salad or soup. And I was like, okay, um, what's the soup? And they said it. And I like, okay, I'll have the soup. And I got like a fucking trough full of soup, you know? I yeah, got exactly. like five metric gallons of soup. <laughs> Enough soup to drown a baby in. Yeah, literally, yeah. Like I, I drank the soup, and there was like a there was like a cow who'd wandered in there and drank <laughs> at the bottom. It got yeah, stuck, it at mar- bo- stuck at the bottom of the soup lake. <laughs> and then I drank that, and I was like, Christ! And, you know, and like sort of like a mountain of bread. I was like, Oh, and here's your half a cow's steak. I was like, yeah, thanks, guys. I'm going to die now. It's like, oh, yeah, do you want an ice cream selling? No, go away. I remember going to uh, IHOP for the first time in America oh, with my dad. And, yes, and it's like IHOP is, is amazing because it's a place that does breakfast that comes with breakfast as a side order. <laughs> it's like, what would you like? What kind of pancakes would you like? Oh, I'd like, uh, I'd like chocolate and sugar pancakes, please. Oh, that's fine. Okay, we'll bring those over to you in a moment with your other breakfast first yeah and I, infinite coffee i've got like a big thing about ihop with like my mum because we went to canada on like a family holiday and we went to an ihop at one point and like i got these like i mean i got pancakes and i got these like and i just couldn't eat them like i mean you you've eaten with me i'll eat fucking anything like, yeah it's like i don't leave any plate like with any food on it um, and yeah, there was like a like at the end there was like a whole pancake like f- covered with like ice cream and blueberry like jam yeah. and shit. And I was and my mum was like, "It's okay, you can leave it." And, and I'm like, like, "No, I'm not full." And I didn't eat it. And like to this day, that fucking pancake haunts me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's the one thing I've never eaten. Is that one pancake? You're you're like uh, you'll be you'll be tossing and turning your sleep, and the pancake will like all come into your dreams and whisper embarrassing truths to you. Yeah, pretty much. That thing that like that thing haunts every waking moment of every day. You have a smaller than average penis size. Get away. Get away, blueberry pancake. Um, You shit. 
but like America does go, and it's got all of those fun. Like I remember going to like an Arby's. Have you ever been to an Arby's? This Arby's are the ones that specialize in like the terrifyingly huge burgers, aren't they? Yeah, they have huge burgers, and like everything comes with like a root beer. Yeah, um, but like the burg, I, I mean, I don't know if it's like a permanent thing or if it's just like a special promotion, like for the day I went there. But like all of the burgers are named after like members of a nuclear family. That's amazing. The father burger, the mother burger, the teen burger, like the child burger, the baby burger. It's like what the fuck? Like, and it's they're all decorated with like like fifties cartoons of like amazing. It's so good. But at the same time, it's so fucking bad. What I'd like to do is I'd like to set up a uh, a Taco Bell next door to them and um, start leaving rubbish in their bins. Just did to see know, uh, see how they responded. Did you know that like Manchester is the only place in Britain with a Taco Bell? Uh, the one in the Printworks. No, it's it's, it's, in, it's in the Arndale Centre. Oh like, shit! I have never been to that Taco Bell. I bet that's a bad Taco Bell. Oh, it's fucking awful, like because I'm, like Taco Bell's not great in the US, but like out here. Out away from the centralised Taco Bell regulation system. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's got to be pretty ropey shit. But, like, yeah, no, I was talking to someone from, like, apparently they don't, like, I just assumed, oh, we've got Taco Bell here. It must be because, like, there's one in Birmingham and, like, yeah. it's probably, like, no, that's the only one. If you want a Taco Bell in the UK, you have to go to Manchester. Come to Manchester, the only UK city with a Taco Bell. It's really fucking weird. And it's like this tiny little kiosk on the side of a KFC yeah. that sells Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, and also, like Manchester has like like loads better Mexican places anyway. So like no one would ever go there. Like the Arndale Centre, which is where the Taco Bell is. Like on the other side of it has like the best Mexican place like outside of Mexico. So it's like well, why the fuck would you go? Why the fuck would anyone ever go to Taco Bell? Because they're idiots, or they're Americans, um, or both. So- so yeah, Britain. We've got TGI Fridays hashtag YOLO, uh, a ta- one Taco Bell and the Little Chef. So I don't think we're doing so great. We're not, we haven't got any IHOPs. Do we have IHOPs? Is there an I, IHOP in the UK? We don't really go in for like pancakes. Like, I do- know that's some, there's a place that's opened up in um, Nottingham that's like a Happy Egg Co pancake house that me and my fiance have been to. That's really good. Like, I mean, do you remember, like, when you lived in Manchester, there was that one closed shop on the corner of St. Peter's Square that was the Dutch Pancake House? Yeah, there's one of those that's doing really well in um, in Nottingham. It's ran by the same company that makes um, Happy Egg Free Range Eggs. Uh, there like, are no IHOPs in the UK. I would, I would fuck, like, a proper pancake-based restaurant. I'd kill, I love pancakes. Yeah, you should come to the one in Nottingham, it's good. I'll come and visit you sometime, I'll eat yeah. Cakes with you. Let's do that. I saw a really crazy advert for uh, Disney World, whichever one the one in Florida is called. Yeah. Is that Disney World? Disney Land in Paris, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's like it's kind of so like. Laura, or whatever the girl's name is, is just an ordinary teenage girl. Spends all her day on her cell phone, on her tel- on her mobile. You know, kind of like she's interested in that in that boy, but she can still have a holiday with her family. It's like take your teenage daughter to Disney World. Don't I was take- like. 
That's the craziest tagline I've ever heard in my life. Don't take your cra- your teenage daughter to Disney World. That's a fucking stupid idea. Yeah. Because no, she won't that's... enjoy it in spite of you and you yeah. all have a horrible time. What she will do, she will find a bar, get drunk and sleep with a guy dressed as Mickey Mouse. And no, that... no one needs that. No one needs that. <laughs> that sounds like a, quite a holiday. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen if you take your teenage daughter to Disney World. Yeah. You know that 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 all of Disney World has creepy tunnels underneath it. That sounds. That's not surprising in the least. It's basically like an entire motorway's worth of roads and tunnels yeah, like all service like tunnels yeah. and stuff underneath. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I, I think I think most sort of major built-up areas will have a lot of tunnels underneath them but i just think it's kind of cool that like there's there's pictures from inside them as well because it's basically used by by um entertainers and and mascots and stuff yeah to to, get get from one point to another without getting mobbed by kids Mm. so it's just like like a mickey mouse and a donald duck sat in one of these like like on a corner in one of these tunnels like sharing a fag (laughs) (laughs) with their heads off yeah, well, it's um, gonna happen. You know, it's no. <laughs> it's not weird. I'm not saying it's no, weird. I just think it's kind of like it's cool. Kind of cool. This... I do kind of yeah. I do kind of like those sort of yeah that that sort of thing, like these sort of hidden structures and stuff. Yeah, and they've all got false doors that open into the overworld. So some of the houses on some of the facades are oh, like doors. entrances to the underworld. Yeah, that's kind of that's really cool. It's like. Asked- I, I, it's like those fake houses that cover tube lines. Those are one of my favourite things. What's you that? But it's like in some parts of London, like where the tube is really close to the surface, like where they have, um, I think if, especially if you get like, I, I just like if you're kind of going through Kensington on like, I think it's a circle line, yeah. like you actually spend most of your time like just below street level but yeah. actually underground. Um and basically where they that intersect streets, there's like fake houses, so there isn't a gap in like the row of houses. That's that's really weird. Yeah, so there's like these buildings and they have like doors and windows and things, but and then like it but it's just a wall and there's nothing behind it. That's really weird. It's just weird. like a single wall with a door in it and windows on it. Yeah. And they're just open like the door doesn't open it's just like all painted and yeah, yeah that's just like to hide where the tube is that's kind of cool the other crazy thing that i learned about disneyland is there are secret clubs that are like 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 that, that also have secret entrances on like on main street usa which is like the central walk into <laughs> the into the central disneyland park there's a door with a with like a a um, passcode thing on it and mm. if you know the passcode, you can get in, and it's like a secret club for really, really wealthy people. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's like I, I was just reading an article about like the secrets of Disney Disney World. It's just yeah. really weird that there's all this stuff like just below the surface of it all happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I bet conspiracy theorists love that. I bet they do. But it's I just bet. it's literally just like a like yeah. a lounge for people who have shit loads of money. how you be a sound engineer just take everything and make it louder than everything else it's um oh god 
you know something I've, I like going to gigs recently it really pisses me off it's like you don't need to be this loud or yeah. just to we can all hear you just turn things down for fuck's sake i was talking to about it to one of the buskers in town actually yeah um there's a guy he's a really cool dude um he play he plays the saxophone he's kind of like I mean, he's pretty good. I mean, he plays like smooth jazz, which is I don't know what it is about saxophone buskers, but like acoustic guitar bus- buskers are quite often quite tragic. But but I've never met an uncool saxophone busker. Yeah, they always exactly. seem really cool. It, it, it's it's really funny because basically him like there was a guy who was like a semi acoustic guitar guy, but they've like, now like buddied up and have formed a duo of like mm-hmm. sort of smooth jazz duo. That's which, awesome. Which is fine when you're walking around town. I've got no, like, no problem. But he's like saying, I don't, he, he was saying, you know, when we busk, like we'll stand in the square and you can hear it's in the square. Yeah. And I said, but you like, like 90% of the buskers, you could hear them like the other side of town because they just turn everything up to 11. It's like, and he keeps saying, you're not playing a gig, you're busking. Like, no one's going to be like, "What's that's not music I hear. I better run over there and give them some money. <laughs> that's not how busking works. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, I don't know. That's just been one of my bugbears recently. Because yeah, no, I'm totally understandable. really I does hate, piss you off. <laughs> my, dad, um, my dad's second, he, he hates it when that happens. And he also, he's got an unofficial rule of big gigs are shit. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, you go to, like, a really massive, like, so you see a big band and, like, everything's like... Yeah. Because, like, they've just turned everything up and everything's topping out. And you're like, well, I don't... Like, I might as well just sit at home and listen to your album because I can actually hear the music, you know? <laughs> Rather than just a kind of dull thud inside my brain. <laughs> <laughs> You know that um, Steve's got tinnitus now because really? he, uh, yeah, like he was a, he he went to a gig and was like stood a bit too near to um like and this was months ago and like he's been having like insomnia and shit like it's yeah, really yeah. fucked his ears up yeah it will fuck you up like, yeah, like just from like one single gig where they turned like they turned all everything up too loud there is a reason why like sound cannons are a thing that they mount on tanks now. Yeah, and there's a reason why anyone who actually like goes to more than like one gig every couple of months wears fucking like earbuds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're gonna go deaf otherwise. Anyway, that's yeah. just that. Uh...